0: Radio show where we talk about ideas that matter and things happening in the community. We want you to make the connection and get out there and do things. And I'm glad you made the connection with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that get us thinking, get us talking, get us excited, get us connected, and maybe inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. So today we are talking about a very cool event coming up, the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show. And this is part of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. And I have one of my favorite of favorite co-hosts today, Tabitha Montgomery, who is the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association.
1: Good morning, Lori, and all of your wonderful listeners. You know, it is so cool. This is a whole new idea, isn't it? Whole new concept, first year ever. Hopefully it will be our first annual, so we're super excited. So how did you first come up with this idea? So we are the proud host of the Potterhorn Art Fair, and we see how amazing that is at bringing community together. And we've been able to do that for 28 years or be in partnership with community members who started it. And now as a neighborhood association, we we support it as well. And we thought to ourselves, how can we go beyond um, a different form of art? Who else? Is not at the table. And we immediately thought really of our culinary geniuses that are throughout the Twin Cities Metro and really the country when we think about how important food is, um, not only in bringing people together, but inspiring people in a very artistic way and all the new concepts that are out there. It's almost an infinite amount of possibility.
0: There's a lot of foodies. (laughs) Yes, they are. And we love it. And you've got foodies competing.
1: We do have foodies competing.
0: So you you created like five different categories?
1: Five categories that people could opt in to compete in. So there was a beverage category, a dessert category, um, a cultural cuisine, regional cuisine, and then another, kind of a catch-all in some instances. But it's needed because there's so many people that are cooking in kind of niche areas, so whether it be vegan or gluten-free or any Other things that really require a sensitivity to who else can be included because of sometimes dietary restrictions. So in June, there was the deadline. Correct. And folks – could apply.
0: And they sent their recipe and a picture? Correct. They didn't or send the food. They did not. <laughs> <laughs> Was not arriving by mail.
1: <gasps> Luckily, we didn't have any instances of that occurring. So we, we communicated fairly well. Okay. <laughs> that that wasn't an expectation. So the recipe just
0: sounded like nummy? Yeah. And then you have
1: jurists yes. who look at it for creativity? Yeah. For? And then we asked maybe one or two questions um, about the applicant themselves, because mm-hmm. this really was open to everyone and it is open to everyone. So you didn't have to just be a chef, right? You did not have to be in a restaurant. You could be a caterer. You could be a home cook. You could be- You could have street creds. Street creds. <laughs> f- mean, and, and street meaning your people, your, fam- That's <laughs> your right. family, your network who uh-huh. think that you throw down all the time in the kitchen. So the judges took a yes. look at all
0: of these, and then they came
1: up with finalists for each category. So finalists overall. So this year, we were really hoping to have a lot more applicants than we did. But again, I've been telling everyone we're learning so much. So in many instances, we don't have a probably a, a, com, a competitor competitor or a finalist in each category. Mm-hmm. But we have a wonderful array that's going to be with us next weekend. So we have people in dessert, beverage, cultural, and in many ways regional, but that kind of gets a little tricky. Not really anyone in the other category. So
0: I see that Panache. Yes. F- and I've had their drinks. <laughs> yes. And it brings tears to my eyes. They're it's so It's amazing. Good. Especially the stuff with the ginger
1: in it. Just <laughs> incredible. And it's it healthy. And it's healthy and 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 made from locally pr- sourced apples here in the state of Minnesota. And so it's uh, our beverage entry, shall we say. And it's a uh, Amazing, amazing combinations of apple, mint, and, and apple and mint is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. It's amazing.
0: So, what I've done is I've gone to the ppna.org backslash PCAS food, and it gives me all of the lovely finalists and all of the food that, that they have submitted. So, the next one I see is Muddy Tiger yes. by Vada Pau.
1: Yeah completely vegetarian, and it's going to be an amazing um, opportunity to really showcase food in a way that uh, – Indian street food that you probably w- maybe have not necessarily experienced in this particular way, but it's going to be, I think, a, a, one of the highlights of the uh, festival.
0: And this is a spiced potato patty coated in chickpea batter <laughs> and fried and then served on a bun with a regular topped and then there's a sweet sauce on top of that.
1: So all the yummy goodness.
0: Uh, <laughs> now, this one caught my up for nostalgia. The the next one is the Bridgman's ice cream.
1: Yes. Bridgman's has been around for decades, truly. And they are um, an amazing community partner and com- amazing community business. It, families still own and led. And they uh, were recently even at the state fair. And they have a... Um, a Sunday Nacho Sunday. <laughs> it's
0: incredible. It says it's a German chocolate nachos. Now that's not something that I normally would pair. No, but it looks good. It's cinnamon sugar pita chips, and then you've got the the Bridgman's German uh, chocolate ice cream. Yes, ah, then there's whipped cream. And, ah. I'm 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 back at Bridgman's in Dinkytown as I was at the University of Minnesota and and wanting this dessert. <laughs> and now the last one. Is the House of Gristle. Yes. And it's a crab caramel pork belly. Yes. And the person who did this, Jamita Raspberry, is going to join us. Yes, she is. Uh, Jamita, are you uh, on the line? Not quite yet. We're getting her on the line. We're getting her all hooked <laughs> up here. But why don't you tell us a little bit about this crispy pork belly glaze with a crab caramel sauce and it's garnished with fresh fresh chilies and cilantro and some greens. It looks
1: heavenly. Well, I'm definitely going to let Jamita give a lot more detail, but the description (laughs) itself, right, just makes you want to cry. Like Uh just amazing artistry, right? When we think about all the things that go into helping to create an amazing food moment, right? And this is really what we're excited to feature is just all the ways that we evoke the spirit of food in our community and how food brings everyone together. The event is completely free to the public, and it's so, next week. And it's next Saturday, October nineteenth, in the heart of South Minneapolis, and it's going Horn to be Park. a beautiful. weekend It's going to be
0: a beautiful weekend, and and, and <laughs> why not take weekend. in Powderhorn Park? That's right, in a beautiful weekend and celebrate fall. There's like sixty six acres there, yeah, right? Sixty six acres. It's going to be amazing. All right, now Jamita, are you on the line now? Hi, it's Jemetta. Jemetta, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Jemetta Raspberry. With a name like Jemetta Raspberry, I am excited that you are a food finalist. Me too. So tell me about your House of Gristle.
2: Um, House of Gristle is a um, pop-up food and beverage concept I started this year. And basically I am um, trying my hand at redefining redefining how we – Dine in the Twin Cities by way of um, putting on, hosting special projects. Um, you know, popping up in unconventional ways, in in uh, partnering with other restaurants and um, having fun with um, food and building community. How did you come up with this recipe? Uh, the recipe that I am serving. Yes,
0: the crab caramel. <laughs> Pork, pork belly that looks absolutely heavenly.
2: Um, it has been just an evolution of an idea over over time, and waiting for an opportunity to to be able to create and and use my voice. And so, I like to play with um, different types of cuisines and meshing across, you know, cuisines and cultures, and um, playing around with things like that. So, anyways, this is a um, a caramel sauce made out of fish sauce and um, I've implemented crab in it. I've tried shrimp before, but crab is the one that's kind of um, sticking at this point. And um, pork belly is a way to use a um, cheaper cut of meat. And um, I think it's super unctuous and um, delicious. And um, I think paired with the fresh garnishes, um, You'll enjoy it.
0: When you first heard about the the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show,
2: what did you think? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm all things Powderhorn, and I've been (laughs) that way for for years. Um, I was telling Tabitha that um, growing up, I would, you know, go and watch the fireworks on the Fourth of July at the park, or um, you know, meet my cousins to play basketball or swim in the pool. Um, all kinds of things, so it's, it's kind of been a part of my um, upbringing, and I think it's a beautiful park, and I think, you know, it, it, the city peeks out um, through the trees, and um, there's plenty of places to hang around that park, and, and it's in the middle of the city. I just think it's a special place.
0: How fun that you're bringing your recipe to a place that means so much to you.
2: Right. So feels good.
0: So what, has there been anything that kind of surprised you about the experience as you were jumping in?
2: Um, just the, uh, I, I think the level of care and, and, um, focus is bringing to the park, but, but just the level of professionalism in this type of event, uh, you don't really get, especially in the culinary art world, um, we haven't really had a huge festival or a show, um, that the community can, uh, feel like they can be a part of, um, so I was really impressed with. How it was presented and and um, is involving the other uh, small businesses around um, that might not have an opportunity to showcase their their work. So can I just jump um, in I, and say I'm, that's music
1: to our this. ears? <laughs> I mean, truly, <laughs> and it's really a testament, I think, to your ability to see. Uh, you know. A kind of a diamond in the rough. We know this is our first year and we are trying super hard to make sure that we are tr- as inclusive as possible. And clearly your crab caramel pork belly is going to be <laughs> kind of a, a, a highlight and create a stampede uh, for all of our attendees. So super excited that you're going to be with us next weekend.
0: I have one more question for you. And
2: what is it that you're most
0: looking forward to next
2: week? I'm looking forward to... Um, having an opportunity and a platform to speak to uh, my peers and my community and, and again, to um, kind of tell my story about House of Crystal and connecting people and being together and being a part of a first annual uh, thing that I think will uh, kind of be a, a long-term event, uh, annual event that will uh, keep coming back every year. And we'll so, get a taste of guess. this?
0: Will we get a little taste? Can we buy a taste from the vendor? Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> oh, good. So, good. so I just want to make sure our audience knows that it's next Saturday, October 19th. It goes from 12 to 5 p.m. And it's at the Powderhorn Park, and that's at 3400 15th Avenue South in Minneapolis. It's free and friendly. For all ages, we've got some great sponsors, the St. Paul uh, College Culinary Arts Program, Seward Community Co-op, Cater Rent. Uh, We've got a beer garden that's been uh, by Finnegan's. Yep. It's just going to be a terrific event. So we're excited about having you join us and be part of the Culinary Art Show. And we'll be back after just a few short announcements. We want to have you stay tuned because in our next segment we're going to be going over some frequently asked questions (laughs) so that you know exactly what this program is all going to be about. But if you like food, you're going to love the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show.
3: I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne-Felan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. This is Chad, owner of
4: AM950. Our station has worked with Barbara from WYSIWYG Web Design for years on everything from logo to print design and especially for developing our website. She does great work and is great to work with, listening to what our goals and design ideas were while offering new, innovative ideas to create the website we are proud of today. Barbara made sure she understood our station, our goals, and our mission before she started working on our site and made suggestions to help control the cost. Plus, she's friendly, which set us at ease. I recommend Barbara at WYSIWYG Web Design because I know she will deliver an attractive, professional website within the budget you have. She is a local independent business that specializes in helping other local businesses achieve their website and design goals. She can work with nearly any budget and create anything from simple sites to robust custom functionality. To find out more about the company AM950 Trust, go to WYSIWYGWebDesign.com. Spelled out just like it sounds,
3: WYSIWYGWebDesign.com. Hello, fellow AM 950 listeners. This is Jaja from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef Carrie and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com.
1: Litton's Party Value is your Halloween headquarters. All Halloween-specific items will be an extra 20% off our low warehouse prices. Litton's Party Value has its best costumes for toddlers, kids' favorite licensed costumes, and adult costumes. Litton's Party Value has a great selection of tableware, decorations, and props to put the haunt into your Halloween horror show. Shop Litton's Party Value's new location at 913 Plymouth Avenue, North Minneapolis. Free parking or shop Litton's online at partyvalue.com.
0: Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. We're so glad you've made the connection and are with us today. We're having a lot of fun. We're going to be talking, we're talking about, we have been talking about, the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show. And that takes place next Saturday, October 19th. It goes from 12 to 5 p.m. It's in Powderhorn Park. And if you don't know where Powderhorn Park is, it's at 3400. 15th Avenue South in Minneapolis. You can also go to ppna, which stands for the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, dot .org, and there's all kinds of information on it. It's free and friendly, and if you love food, you're going to love the Culinary Art Show. And in our last segment, we had a chance to talk to one of the finalists who's competing that we get to taste on the 19th. And in this segment, we're going to be going through some fun facts to know and tell. And we're starting with uh, Tabitha Montgomery, who is my co-host today and the executive director of Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, telling us about – the weather because <laughs> the weather is pretty you know yeah,
1: it can be a thing yes right, with outdoor events today. We, I, is, you know yeah. we don't want people to be nervous listen yeah. we have it covered so rain, shine, Or apparently, sleet or snow. We will still. Ice. Okay, ice. (laughs) Ah. We are still going to be having this amazing first annual culinary art show right in the heart of South Minneapolis. So, Potterhorn Park is a beautiful, kind of pristine park and jewel in the city of Minneapolis, and there's a wonderful park building. So, we have some backup plans just in case we have to bring some of the experience inside.
0: So, you can (laughs) 99.9% say it will not be canceled. Correct.
1: 99.9%. a little exactly. wiggle room. A little just, wiggle room. Just Thank a little, you. I just
0: appreciate that, <laughs> I don't want to say 100. <laughs> exactly. Because then it might come back to hurt us both. But exactly. I would say a 99.9. Exactly. So you talk to us a little bit about uh, the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show, but Tell us again, in case that we had some audience join us. What's
1: this all about? So this is really about trying to elevate the, or at least from our perspective, elevate how food brings community together. I think in a way that uh, breaks barriers, crosses divides, educates, um, and builds a stronger community. And so a lot of our work as a neighborhood association is really centered on community health. And we definitely think that beautiful food, wonderful food, contributes to overall community health. And so this is our first attempt at helping to highlight that from our perspective. And so it's a tended to be really a competition, but really a friendly competition in the sense that um, the application process, in our opinion, was pretty straightforward. You submit an, um, a, a recipe that you're excited about or that you are new to, and then you would be considered to be able to compete. So it's really also an opportunity for us to leverage our event to help support our advocacy work as well, which we're super excited about. Tell me about your advocacy
0: work, because these are funds being raised to support Yep, Funds advocacy. are being
1: raised to support our three pillars. Right now, it's centered on livability and safety with a restorative lens, housing justice, and equitable development. All the things that our community has told us at Lytem that they care deeply about. And so that help, the funds that we raise through this event helps um, to cover the staff time, our promotional materials, educational materials, about our work across those three key areas of focus. What I love about this is this building. Community
0: and the fund support community. Absolutely, it's a a win-win, and I get to eat.
1: So yes, you (laughs) you do. Yes, you do. And I and I just do want to say that the event is free to enter, but that our finalists, you will be patronizing them directly. So we do not, as an, an organization, we will not get a cut of their the proceeds that. Um, of them selling their one dish. So we're super excited about that because we also understand that that helps to to prop up and promote small businesses, entrepreneurship, individuals. So we think it's a a win-win for everyone. So there'll be five finalists. Correct. And at each of the finalists – May I say booth? Yep. You know, each it, will have a booth. They have will have a station.
0: And as you go to that station, you will see their gorgeous recipe exactly. featured. And you can buy. And you can purchase. You yep. can purchase a taste of exactly. their amazing recipe. Yep. And I'm hoping that it, it might inspire folks next year like, hey, I've got a really good recipe. Absolutely. I, could bring I, should, that next I year. should be here. Yeah. This is <laughs> exactly. good. These are, this is my kind
1: of event. <laughs> exactly. It's all about great
0: food. Um, So I also want to make sure that folks know that it is ADA accessible.
1: Yes, it is. So there are the parking lot right? That's adjacent to the park. It will be restricted for all persons who need accessible parking. We will have accessible restroom facilities. It's easy to navigate to the area. We've been very cognizant that the space that will be staged for all of our competitors are able to be accessed um, by those with um, ability, disabilities, uh, with physical disabilities in terms of walking. So the event is very intended to be very inclusive. And parking and public transit? Parking and public tra- transit is definitely easy. To, it's an easy event to get to. So there's tons of street parking for our guest um, to grab, just like with the art fair. Public transit, it's where stones throw from all the major uh, lines. Um, and with we're, in terms of where we're situated, we're just east of 35 W in the heart of South Minneapolis.
0: You've got some great sponsors. You've got the American Swedish Institute, Cater Rent. Uh, we've got another good radio station. It's an FM, so it's a, kind <laughs> yes. of a, a nice FM partner. Um, 88.5 FM Jazz is supporting it. Ever Sharp, the St. Paul College. Um, Those are all good organizations that are, you know, caring about what you're doing.
1: Yeah, we've had amazing um, support for getting this event going this first year. We've been really amazed at not only our sponsors and donors and and partners in this work, but we're confident that the community is going to be equally receptive. So we are excited to continue to learn a lot, to learn about how we can do a better job um, of using this event to build community. What can we do differently even next year? to make it even more exciting but there's going to be a pumpkin patch there's going to be an opportunity to get your pumpkin early for Halloween and a wreath, I heard something about a wreath we, we've not been able to secure oh, okay. a wreath vendor yet but that, I, 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 will, not call, I will not rule it out
0: <laughs> well before we go, I know we just have a few uh, we have less than a minute, but yep. I, I'd like you to just share a little bit about the jurors and then in our next segment we've got mm-hmm. um, a juror who will be joining us and a dear friend of mine, Susan Alexson
1: yes, we have an amazing panel of jurists that will be at the event. So Sue Zelikson and like uh, Laurie just said will be with us, Kim Bartman of the Bartman Group, President and CEO, Chef John Krause and Chef Nathan Sartan and Marla Jadonan of Marla, Marla's Caribbean Cuisine
0: wonderful people it's Amazing. going to be an exciting day and don't miss it and if you want more information just go to ppna.org that's powderhorn park neighborhood association it's next week 12 to 5 go have some fun and have a culinary uh experience, experience. <laughs> and we're going to be right back and talking with sue in just a few minutes stay with us <laughs>
3: I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson's Pub.com. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can save money with all-energy solar. One of the myths about solar is that it's too expensive and you need lots of money down. The truth? Solar is available for little or no money down. And if you have a great site for solar,
5: you might even save money right away on a monthly basis. So don't wait to switch. You'll see your investment pay off the sooner you switch to all-energy solar. So start saving
3: today and visit allenergysolar.com.
1: I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind-body-spirit-emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life.
3: Thank you, Minnesota, for making Warner Stellion your appliance specialist for over 65 years. For a limited time, enjoy anniversary savings of over 35% on select KitchenAid dishwashers, plus free installation. Buy a new laundry pair for as low as $4.99 each, including trusted fast-free delivery, basic installation, and hallway. Or, replace all of your kitchen appliances and save big. Warner Stellion has more suites than you can count, but only for a very limited time. During the 65th anniversary sale at Minnesota's own appliance specialist, Warner Stellion.
4: Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis.
0: I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals.
4: And report national and Native news from all over the country and Canada.
0: This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country.
4: Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m.
3: We are awake. Join author Benjamin Percy on October 22nd at Next Chapter Booksellers as he presents his latest collection of horror stories, Suicide Woods, a potent brew of horror, crime, and weird happenings. Suicide Woods is Benjamin Percy's first story collection since his acclaimed Refresh Refresh. In story after story, Percy delivers haunting and chilling narratives that will have readers hanging on every word. That's Benjamin Percy at Next Chapter Booksellers in St. Paul on Tuesday, October 22nd at 7 p.m. More at nextchapterbooksellers.com.
4: With your AM 950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today we got a bit of snow with a high near 37. Tonight could switch to rain with a low around 34. Tomorrow's cloudy with a high near 40. Monday partly sunny with a high near 46. And Tuesday mostly cloudy with a high near 45. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is the Great Wall. Specializing in Szechuan and Peking dishes, the Great Wall offers one of the most extensive Chinese menus in the Twin Cities. Stop by their Edina location just north of 50th and France. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us.
0: Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Maury Fitz, your host. And my co-host today is my friend Tabitha Montgomery, who is the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. And she has been telling us all about a wonderful event that is happening next week. And she's been bringing some great guests on to share with us about it. It's the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show. So tell us about that.
1: Yes, it is. It's going to be our first annual culinary art show to really highlight some of the amazing foodies and culinary geniuses throughout our community. Um, we have high aspirations for this event, not only this year, but going forward because we know that food brings people together. Food helps brings uh, brings community out in a way that other experiences do not. And as the host of the Potterhorn Art Fair as well, what we've seen is just how amazing art and highlighting art in our community does to really fuel community connection. And we see this as a new way and a a great opportunity to see food as art. And there's so many inspiring things happening in the the food world these days that we couldn't help ourselves but to say, how can we help to support it? You know, pretty much as a fan of all things artistic. (laughs) And it's also culinary arts competition for equity. It is, because right now the event as it's set up, the proceeds that we generate as the host go toward supporting our advocacy work and community, and, and which is really centered around um, reducing some of the inequities that we see, um, not only in Powderhorn Park, but in South Minneapolis and, and in different areas across the city of Minneapolis itself. And those three things that we really are deeply passionate about are centered on livability and safety with a restorative lens, housing justice, and equitable development.
0: And in this segment, we have a foodie favorite of mine.
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. We have Sue Zelikson, who is one of our amazing jurors, and she's joining us this morning. I got to say that Sue has been amazing in every possible way. Uh, She is a James Beard Award winner and consummate culinary connector. She is the founder of the Charlie Awards, Women Who Really Cook, and Kids Cafe at Perspectives Family Center. She is a threat on every level, but (laughs) in the kindest, most gentle, most inspiring of ways. So why don't you help me welcome Sue to the call? Good morning, Sue.
5: Good morning, you two. You're making me blush if you could see me. This is radio, not television, but <laughs> very, very sweet. Well, I appreciate your kind words, and it's just a pleasure to help you promote this wonderful event.
0: Isn't it terrific, Sue?
5: Oh, my gosh. Well, I know when you first came to a woman who really cooked meeting and proposed it to us and t- t- told us about it, I thought, well, food is art, so why not put them together? I wish more people would do that. You have to be an artist in order to do the plates that people are putting out
0: these days, right? And you know, there's more and more craft going into yeah. drinks and food. I mean, there is, you know, a, a magic about food these days, don't you think?
5: There definitely is, and everybody needs it to survive, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yes, they do. Twofold. But it's fabulous what's happened to our Twin Cities area because it used to be flyover land, and now (laughs) we are known for not only our food but also our art.
0: So, Sue, what most drew you to this event?
1: Probably
0: because you were promoting it. All right. That wasn't a lead in, but I'll take it. Thank, thank, Thank you, Sue. But all right. Look all that aside. I mean, there's some wonderful opportunities to look at five different categories of different types of foods and to help guide this kind of fledgling new idea and bring it, you know, help birth it into an annual event. That's right.
5: Right, and I think that, you know, this being that this is the first year, it's sort of like baby steps, mm-hmm. and you're starting out with a good outlet of putting the community together. You have a good uh, fundraiser idea because you're supporting the neighborhood, and then you're highlighting the people who live in the neighborhood. All the diff- different diversity, the ethnic groups, and their, their, their cooking and their arts has to be out in the public more because um, many people are doing it and we just don't know about
1: it. So, so let me ask you a question. So when I think about just the storied career that you have had and still enjoy in such a tremendous way, what do you think it is about good food that brings people together?
5: Well, you know, the, the dining room table, the family, sitting down to dinner, which has almost become obsolete now with how busy everybody is, mm-hmm. is something that, you know, you, you talk about Sunday supper. Right. Um, those were things that, that was a tradition, and very few families do that anymore. So it's wonderful to start thinking that the food can, from all the different organizations and recreational places and different things, can all highlight each other and and make it a a thing to come together and celebrate.
0: I see this sort of as a Saturday community supper. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That that we are sharing a table at the community and, and tasting foods kind of potluck, but a juried potluck of really good food. (laughs)
1: Well, and, and the idea that food is inspiring and food can create a moment. Right, That gives us an opportunity to pause and to savor and to think about all the things that go into making that food, and even from a sustainability perspective, all the things that we can learn by taking a moment to share in a good bite or a good anything together or a good sip.
0: I remember when Tabitha and I were at one of the Women Who Really Cook meetings and panache Mm-hmm. beverages were served. <laughs> Tabitha and I had that moment. <laughs> yeah, seriously. She's going to be part of this, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, she's one of the finalists. And, and Amita was, she is wonderful. And she worked so hard to,
5: to put this together. I saw her when she first started this panache, which is an, an apple juice-based drink that is healthy and also celebratory. I mean, you can use it like champagne or you can drink it for juice in the morning. And it's a fabulous thing and you'll be able to taste it there. In fact, what I like that you can get taste and then, if you really like it, you can buy some. That's exactly.
1: right. That's
0: right. And folks that are selling, it's going back to them. There, there is an <laughs> overall fundraiser, but the folks that are there, they're they're able to have this be something right. that is a business and entrepreneur and supporting the entrepreneurs in our community.
5: So, is there a cost to come to this? I didn't. As I was reading through it, I didn't see. Is there is
1: great cost. Great question, and there is no cost. So it is free. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It is open and free to the public. It is an accessible event. It's right in the heart of South Minneapolis. It's from 12 to five. It's really, I think, a great way to see another side of community and how we come together. Now, Sue, let me ask you again or one other question. What are one or two things that you're going to be looking for from our finalists this year?
5: well you, uh, we did get sort of a sneak preview by meeting some of them before <laughs> right <laughs> we didn't taste their food but we did which i thought we were going to that day but we didn't <laughs> but um the fact that the diversity that they're showing their yeah. family things that they that they are are, are making for sale and, and yet they're making to promote their backgrounds really right And I think that um, all of them, which I was really excited about. And I grew up eating Bridgman's ice cream, (laughs) and my father was a pharmacist, and he 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 sold Bridgman's in the farm in the drugstore. So um, to see that young family members are are carrying this on, I mean these are these are kids now of the. I think they're related to the founders. And uh, to see them taking it to a next step, they're putting it back into restaurants and and coming up with new flavors. Their licorice flavor is just outstanding. I mean, who would ever think about licorice ice cream, but
0: it's really, really good. (laughs) I I, I agree there's a nostalgia. And and who would have ever thought of a German chocolate nacho? But it, it's a twist on the nacho with exactly. it being that cinnamon sugar chip. So, oh, my goodness. That's got to be amazing. That's
5: going to be wonderful. And who would ever think of putting crab and caramel together for this pork belly that Chimnetta Raspberry is going to do? That House of Gristle is a catering company, I think, isn't it?
1: Yes, Yes, it's that plus. It's about pop-ups and having culinary opportunities and moments in unexpected places. I think that her goal is also to educate and highlight for persons who sometimes are not as out and forefront in the culinary community Mm -hmm. from a cultural perspective to have voice. So I think it's a powerhouse, really. I think it's a powerhouse in the making in terms of how Jometa is going to be using it to support community from her own lens.
5: That's right. I think and then of, also go ahead. The, the, the Muddy Tiger was uh, this using uh, well, was Indian street food, so that's bringing in an, a whole other that's right. thing and using different, like a potato burger, who would ever think of that?
1: <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> it, it might be really the new hit on the neighborhood, Who know, or for all over.
0: Well, you also so, you bring up a good point, Sue, in that this is a business and that we're supporting these businesses to go to the next step. We're supporting Mm -hmm. Bridgman's to reinvent itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're supporting Indian food um, to get a taste. I mean, Mm -hmm. what better way to be able to sample something is right there in in the Powderhorn community. Uh, You get to have a little bit of the
1: um, crab, caramel pork belly. And who doesn't (laughs) like a good pork belly? (laughs) Right. besides my vegetarian and vegan. (laughs) (laughs) But what I like is that
0: you have Muddy Tiger doing vegetarian. Yes. So there is something for everyone. Yes, right,
1: and
5: and they can eat, veget- vegetarians can eat ice cream too, can't they? Maybe, some can know. eat dairy, some,
1: some s- cannot. Exactly, depending on how the ice cream is made, the base.
5: <laughs> That's true. Maybe they have some vegan ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I think um, they, I wanted to ask you too. Though, okay, so you can you can taste the food and then you can buy the food from these four vendors, but you also can um, donate to get. How do you? How are we raising money for the for the? Uh, Is it through the pumpkin patch? Oh, that's great.
1: So there was a a vendor fee, right? Just like in our art fair, our vendors provide or pay a fee in order to be there. So that's one way that we're raising funds. We're also going to be offering what we call a mission ticket. So attendees, it's not required, but when you come to the event, you can pay a $15 to give $15 to us as a mission ticket to help our overall advocacy aims of the event. And so our sponsors have also been a way for that for us to earn income through this fundraiser in terms of their support. So Uh it's a couple of different ways. So as an attendee, you can support with the mission ticket. Our amazing finalists, their application, there was a small fee and then also a booth fee. And then our sponsors and supporters who have um, generously um, given this event for some cross-promotional support and exposure.
0: And I
5: understand some of the vendors,
1: there's Kitchen Essentials?
5: Yes, and, right, you can you can buy kitchen essentials, and then you buy a pumpkin and then be able to, to carve it as well?
1: You can buy a pumpkin, but no carving on site. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the knives no, no. at home. <laughs> yes, please, do, please do not bring <laughs> <Nice>. your carving. <laughs> but you can take that pumpkin with you, multiple pumpkins with you. And we want to give a shout out to our Trader Joe's who um, in the St. Paul and um, downtown Minneapolis locations who have generously donated the pumpkins for this event.
5: Oh, that's fabulous. And then the the kitchen utensils are coming from?
1: So that's still TBD. So we we have been in conversation with a couple of people and still trying to make sure that that happens. Uh So I don't want to say that just quite. Okay, but there will be
5: things to purchase, and then also the holiday market.
1: And the holiday market. So we have Uh a person that will have lovely handmade vases. We have a person that will be selling handmade woolen, um, or I shouldn't say woolen, but alpaca wool, hats and mittens and scarves. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a great event.
5: It sounds really exciting, and I'm glad it's not today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're getting the bad weather out of the way. We're just checking it off the list.
1: Next Saturday will be gorgeous. We are claiming it. (laughs) Saturday, Saturday, Saturday.
0: Uh, The other thing I want to do, Sue, is to have a shout-out to um, Women Who Really Cook and looking to be able to promote this event for next year for them as well. And what a great group it is, Sue.
5: Well, I know you've been a big big part of it for many, many years. We're over 30 years old now, so it's really exciting.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one at Muddy Paws, and I am bringing another guest.
5: Oh, you always do. So that's wonderful.
0: And you get them to join like uh,
5: you did for, for Tabitha. So that's we love having her. And uh, I'm just congratulating both of you because this event is fabulous for the neighborhood. It's fabulous for all the people you're bringing together and uh, wonderful to giving out. Uh, uh, sort of a platform for these young people that are starting in their new businesses. We can't forget the beers that you've got there either.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, Finnegan's is a great partner. I mean, we are super excited to feature them as they're hosting our beer garden. They have a brew called Spud Society. I mean, Tile Factory, Barrels of Life, just amazing. And you can check out all the details about what makes those difference on our website. And it is Saturday,
0: next, uh, next Saturday, the 19th from 12 to 5. And Powderhorn Park is at 3400 Fifteenth Avenue South in Minneapolis. It is free and friendly for all ages. Sue, let us have one more. What's what what? How how do you want to wrap up this segment?
5: <laughs> well, just I want to see everyone who is listening to come there. How's that?
0: Perfect, perfect. perfect,
5: and more, and bring all their friends and
0: family at <laughs> all
5: ages, right? All yes. ages, yes. I'm and, looking... with, and, with, and with a
0: good appetite. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week, Sue.
5: Thank you, honey, so much. I'm looking forward to it too, as well. Thank, Thank you. Me. Congratulations, you too. Bye bye.
3: I'm good, but I have a story, and I don't know where to start.
2: I'm good, but I feel alone in a crowd.
3: I'm good, but the past keeps coming back. When the service member or veteran in your life says, I'm good. Are you really listening? I'm good, but I can't get out of bed.
2: I'm good, but I can't sleep.
1: I'm good, but I feel overwhelmed.
5: I'm good, but I don't feel safe. I'm good, but I still have nightmares.
1: I'm good, but I don't need any help. I'm good, but I don't feel anything anymore.
0: I'm good, but I can't live like this anymore.
3: I'm really not so good. But are you ready to listen? Suicide prevention is everyone's responsibility. Listen to the veteran or service member in your life. If you are in crisis or know someone who is, call the Veterans Crisis Line and Military Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255. And press 1 for free 24-7 confidential support.
4: This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. (laughs) Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment.
3: Join us for new beginnings, Saturday mornings at 11, brought to you in part by Vision Loss Resources.
0: The Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. The St. Paul Art Crawl showcases the diversity of art that St. Paul has to offer. By nurturing a vibrant arts community, the Art Crawl inspires artistic growth and fosters a creative exchange of ideas. Throughout the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore fabulous art while touring through local artists' studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over three hundred and fifty artists up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass for Saturday and Sunday. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get all. All the details at stpaulartcrawl.org That's stpaulartcrawl.org When you need legal assistance, let the Hennepin County Bar Association help you find the right attorney. They have professional, experienced referral counselors who can connect you to vetted attorneys practicing in a wide variety of areas, including DUI, real estate, immigration, wills, injuries and accidents, and much more. Take the stress out of finding a lawyer. Call 612-752-6666 or search for Hennepin County Bar Association. The right call for the right lawyer. Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and we have had just a delightful day today. I have my wonderful co-host, Tabitha Montgomery, who is the Executive Director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, and she has created with a group of cool people the Culinary Art Show, and it's the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show. Never done anything like this before, but it's all about celebrating the art of food and having proceeds support advocacy.
1: Yep and Building Community Connection. So it, we're super excited. It's next Saturday, October 19th from 12 to 5 in Potterhorn Park. It's going to be an amazing, a super fun event. We have an amazing finalist. We have amazing partners, one of which is Finnegan's Brew Company. And if anyone's listening knows a little bit or anything about Finnegan's, um, they are a B Corporation, and they are sold out for social innovation being a tool to b- build strong communities. Um, And they have such a wonderful mission and a wonderful team. Jackie Berglund, who is the founder and president of this amazing organization, um, it operates right in the heart of downtown Minneapolis. And so they are going to be the host of the Beer Garden, which is at the Culinary Art Show next week. And they have three amazing beers lined up that you can purchase. And so we're super excited to partner with them. Now, the beers look really good. (laughs) Yeah, I, I am a beer fan. So the first one
0: is My Little Rose. And this is a whiskey barrel aged Saison. Is that how it is? I'm going to go with that. I've never seen beer with a French, <laughs> yeah. but it's Saison <laughs> brewed with rose petals, rose hips, hibiscus flowers, and a bitter orange peel. Yeah, stop it.
5: I, gotta, yes. I have to. Yeah. I have right? to try this.
0: Right. And this one I love because it tells you what it pairs well with. And it yeah. pairs well with the wild mushroom risotto, a pork tender line, and some sort of floral arrangements. Obviously, you're not eating the floral arrangements. It just pairs well with having flowers there, I'm assuming. So it's
1: going to go well with that perfect caramel pork belly. Yes, the caramel Carmel, crab. So make caramel sure. Caramel crab pork belly, that.
0: And pick up your my little rose. <laughs> That's right. To go with it. Then – um, there's the Tile Factory. Tell me about that.
1: So it's an American IPA with a high bitterness and huge dry hopped addition that hits with apricot, peach, passion fruit, and citrus. And it makes this IPA pop. So it's different than some of the other hoppy beers that are out there. And so that's going to be another featured beer at the in the garden.
0: You know, I've had lemon. I'm, I don't think I've had apricot and peach. I know I have not. And that should be
1: fun. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting
0: combination for sure. Spud Society. Now this will go with the the Spud um, sandwich, yes. the vegetarian sandwich. <laughs> yes. So, we're pairing it. The Muddy Tiger yes. Street, street yes. Burger. Yes. So, get the Muddy Tiger and the Spud Society. So, tell me about that one.
1: And so, then that's a not to Finnegan's flagship Irish Amber, originally brewed with a dash of Spuds. Uh, it's a reboot. It comes in a larger form. It is named in honor of the Finnegan's Community Fund, mm-hmm. um, which was originally named the Spud Society. And it has some caramel forward notes in a red lager with a medium body, and it's smooth and And it appears to be a mouthful. And, you know, I'm going to be so bold to
0: say that this may also go with the pork belly and caramel (laughs) because the caramel might, you know, do a nice pairing. I would agree with that. So if you enjoy beer. Yes. (laughs) And if you enjoy innovative (laughs) businesses
1: that do everything to support local community.
0: And if you want your taste to be tantalized. Exactly. With great food. Come and taste the the finalist food.
1: Enjoy the beer. But there's other things, too. There's music. There's going to be music. There's There's a pumpkin patch. There's a little bit of a holiday pop-up. So you can do some of your um, holiday shopping early. There's going to be an artisan vase vendor, an artist, and a person selling alpaca mittens and hats and some other amazing winter goods um, that you can check out and purchase. So it's going to be a fun time for everyone.
0: It feels like a fall harvest party.
1: Yes, and kicked up a notch.
0: <laughs> kicked with, up a notch with craft beer <laughs> and, and craft food. That's right. And it has like a you know, in the city twist. That's right. That that makes it pretty hip and happening. Lots of hop
1: happening. <laughs> <laughs> and again, do not let today's yes. weather Deter you. No. Okay, we have a backup for the backup plan in terms of if inclement weather. And as Lori mentioned earlier, we're we're ninety nine point <laughs> nine percent confident that the event will go forward as planned, whether rain, sleet or shine.
0: And if it does get that icky weather, you just go inside. That's right. And the inside is a beautiful area, plenty of room. That's right. I mean, it's fun to be outside, of course,
1: but it's kind of cozy to go inside, too. Yep. And you can do both. You can go back and forth. So we are excited for this event. It's our first annual. And like as a neighborhood association, we've been saying, everything that we do is in support of community, and this is allowing us to fuel our advocacy work. So come on out. Check it out. It's free for all. You can choose to support the event by purchasing a $15 mission ticket if you desire, but you do not have to, and it's going to be a great time.
0: I'd like to leave with the audience knowing a little bit more about your mission.
1: Yeah. So we really exist to do four things, and we're trying to do it as best that we can. So we want to embrace a diversity of voices. We want to facilitate community engagement, and we want to develop and foster community and economic health and we believe that we do that through the way that we leverage our events by bringing people together, highlighting small businesses and artists of all kinds and of all ilks. And we also spend a, a significant amount of our time trying to champion and advocate for issues that sometimes um, do not contribute to community health. And for us, that's all about currently livability and safety with a restorative lens, housing justice, and equitable development right in the heart of the, uh, South Minneapolis.
0: And to come to the Culinary Art Show... One more time. One more time. next week. It's Saturday the 19th, 12 to 5. You can go to PPNA. That stands for the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. And when you get to ppna.org, just do a backslash culinary art show. Or if you get to ppna.org, you'll see how you can learn more um, and go to the culinary art show information. Um, What's wonderful about uh, Powderhorn Park is it's 36 years old, isn't it?
1: Or is it older? 30 38. Oh my goodness. Time is flying. Time is flying. And and, it's, and again like a it this event would not be possible if not for the generous support of our sponsors who you can also check out on our website and of course the amazing jurors that have walked alongside this event. So you heard from one earlier today, Sue Zellickson, but would certainly would be remiss if I didn't give another shout out to Marley Jordanin, Chef John Kraus, Chef Nathan Sartan and Kim Bartman who will also be there taking in all that this event has to offer and Basically ju- judging our finalists.
0: I want to say one other thing about some of the other events that this feels like a cousin to. Um, I love Shark Tank yep. and, and that has that whole entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. So it's got the entrepreneurial business competition and you've got the wonderful tradition of your art fair that has gone on for many years. Yep. And I feel like this is a mashup with food. <laughs> <A>
1: mash- <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> it's the entrepreneurial business. Yes. It's the sense of art with food. Yes. And it's all to support good things happening in the Powderhorn Park
1: community Absolutely. and beyond truly come on out you are more than welcome you and your family well we're looking forward to
0: having you all out i am going to be there i can't wait to taste these delicious items and take a look at them get get your palate ready yeah get get hungry for this event it's just coming up next week and it'll be a it'll be a lot of fun and it'll be you can say that you've been to the first of many that will That's come right. in the future the first annual uh, Thank you so much for being part of Connections Radio Show and sharing and learning and having us learn more about the Powderhorn Park and all the good things that you guys do at the Neighborhood Association. Thank you.